Welcome to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I'm going to talk about why you are your child's ultimate motivator. So the big question is this, how are parents like us, who don't have a manual, who are doing the best we can, who feel as though we aren't enough, how are we going to raise healthy, happy children who we are proud of and still keep our sanity in that process? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Ryan Roy, and welcome to I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, a podcast for parents who are being real with themselves. Hey, welcome back to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I'm going to be talking about how you are ultimately your child's main motivator. Most of us here in the United States, I know I have people around the world who listen to this, but in the United States and and just worldwide, uh, we have this show called American Idol. And I know there's International Idol and, and other versions of this in other countries. But we also have Dancing with the Stars. We have all of this reality shows or competitions. And... You may not have ever thought of it, but what draws us into these shows isn't the competition part of the show. It's actually the stories of the people who are involved. Even as early on in the early rounds of American Idol where they're showing the people trying out, like amongst thousands and thousands, they'll find a story that's unique and they go and follow up with their family and he comes from a small town and he's got a single mom or there was a tragic accident or whatever it is they look for the story to draw you in and make these people not only relatable or maybe I should say it this way not only likable but relatable and oftentimes, their parents are with them So this is kind of an interesting take because I can be an emotional wreck because I I put myself in the shoes of these children one because I was a child once and I don't know what you do. But growing up, uh, having been abandoned by my father at five years old, uh, didn't have dad around. Mom worked so hard and worked so many hours that even mom wasn't around. One of my biggest challenges as a child and something I had to I understand it now that mom wasn't at any sporting events or even uh, school events or any of that stuff because she had to work and she couldn't be you know what time she wasn't at work she was shopping for groceries or cooking for us or cleaning the house or whatever it was she needed to do to get by and spending two hours going to an event for me just wasn't a priority Now, for me, it's a huge priority. Why? Because I know what it felt like not to have somebody show up. So I put myself in the place of these children who have a ton of support. And you'll say, you'll see them. I owe it all to my mom. My mom's always supported me. My mom said that I should sing. My mom said that I should dance. My mom, my dad said that I should pursue my dreams. And not only did they say it, they, they supported me through it. And that's why I'm here today. They made me come to this competition. And here I am in the top 20 or the top 10 or on that stage winning the award. 
And as they go through and they tell these stories, uh, you know, I'm in between. I'm not quite a kid yet, but I don't have children that are old enough to be on that stage. But if my kids choose to, I hope I am aware enough that whatever it is that they whatever it is they want to do my son's big and like just going to the park and jumping off rocks as I talked in a previous episode it drives me crazy but I see how coordinated he is I see how much he enjoys that uh, we just put him in lacrosse he's enjoying lacrosse he likes martial arts all these things but the one that he's like that I can't live without it that's the one I want to put him in and we haven't found that yet and I don't expect to find that at seven but when we do because we expose him to all these things hopefully we can start building on whatever he's passionate about but supporting him in that as a man I know that I still seek the approval of my father who really isn't around there's a part of me who still hopes that one day he'll pick up the phone and say, hey, I want to have a relationship with you. If he does that, hopefully I'm in an emotional state in my life that I say I would love nothing more than that. Now, I know my father at this point is pushing 80 years old and not always hasn't always been in the best of health. But I seek that approval. So if men... And, and ladies, if, if your husbands want to listen to this, if, if you want them to listen to this, I suggest you do. The number one motivator for men is the acceptance or the approval of their fathers, whether they are around or not. See, our parents motivate us either in a positive way or sometimes in a negative way. These podcasts are a product of me wanting to be the opposite of my father. This is why I just said these podcasts, my book, me talking to other parents, me getting on stage, me building a stronger foundation for the FBI dads at my son's school, fathers being involved where we'd get 10 or 20 guys, but this year we got on average 75 guys to a meeting. 75 dads being more involved in what's going on in their kids' education in school. All of that is a product of my father not being present in my life. So what do I do? I go to the opposite spectrum and there's probably a happy medium somewhere. Listen to me, I understand that I have to be conscious enough to know whether or not this is healthy for my, my son and me. But... I go to the opposite spectrum and I am completely involved in my son's life. So much so that even the little one, we were at an event somewhere recently and I had to push the little one off to my wife and I went to go take him. I went to go hand him over to her so I could go do something else and he didn't want to leave. And there was a group of moms and one of them spoke out loud as they're witnessing this and they're like, I wish my kids would go to their father the way he wants to stay with his dad so I would get a break. And my wife says, and this is the truth, she goes, it's situational. Right now he was just having a lot of fun with dad and he knows that fun's gonna stop coming to mom because dad's leaving and mom's doing something else. So he wants to stay with dad. But the mom looked and she goes, no, my kids never <laughs> wanna go to him. 
So there's a balance in there of whether or not I need to be as involved. And that's something I'm just talking out loud here on this podcast. But the the one, the overwhelming, for those, I don't know how many football analogies I do here. Football is a passion of mine. Uh, One of my favorite teams uh, in college is the Miami Hurricanes. I grew up in that area. And Ray Lewis was a star player for them. You don't need to know. He went on to be a star player in the pros. Went on to be a Super Bowl champion, a Super Bowl MVP, uh, an all-pro, a Hall of Famer. And Ray Lewis said his driving force the entire time was to seek the approval of his father. He hoped one day his father would show up to a high school game, then to a college game, then to a pro game, maybe the Super Bowl. But his drive was to get the approval of his father, who is still alive, that he never had a relationship with. So men out there, your little boys and your little girls, Strive for a relationship with you. They want your approval. Ladies. And I'm going to say this as, as kindly as I can. It may sting someone. But there's ladies out there. There's women out there. Who literally withhold or use as ransom time. From the father to the children. Regardless of his situation and your situation with him. I encourage you to allow him to pour into his children. If he's not being a detriment to them and he wants to be in their life. Regardless of what he did to you. Those kids will thank you later. But to not allow a man to be a part of his child's life is not making this world a better place. Ladies, if you have some issues, whatever they are, they may stem from your relationship or lack thereof with your father. Men, if you have some challenges in life, they may stem from your relationship or lack thereof with your father. Whatever those relationships are, do yourself a favor. Do them a favor. And I know what I'm about to say here, everyone's going to say, oh, I have. But if you're still dealing with it, you haven't. Forgive them. Forgive them. Because this this life is too short. And if you're not whole with them and, and that relationship isn't whole, the challenge is going to be whether or not you could have a whole relationship with your kids. Because you're teaching them through your actions through your words, through your mannerisms, through your demeanor to your own parents, what's acceptable. So treat them with kindness and love through forgiveness, regardless of the situation.
I don't know jack about parenting, but I know in my experience, when I chose to forgive people in my life, whoever they were, and my parents are in this group, my life got a whole lot better. And I wish that for you and your children. See you in the next episode. Do you want to be the dad you wish you had? If so, go get my free book, Be the Dad You Wish You Had, at bethedadyouwishyouhad.com. Inside, you'll find my most effective 40 tips to quickly and easily transform yourself into the ideal dad. Go to bethedadyouwishyouhad.com now and get it while it's free.